0: What's going on everybody, welcome back to Flipping It, the podcast all about reselling. This is episode number 28, and I'm going to be doing Garage Sale Talks number 7. If you're new to this series, uh, it's kind of just a breakdown of what happened at the garage sale, what I found, what I've sold so far, and then also like some tips I have as well. So this week was an interesting week for garage selling. I was excited to get back because the last couple weeks I haven't been able to do a full day of garage sale sourcing. I've just been having to cut it short recently because I've had other stuff I needed to do. But this was like a first full week, so I was really glad to get back out and go to garage sales. I also this week want to do a full breakdown of where I find them and how I sort through all of the garage sales I find. So for anyone new, all the garage sales I find, I find on an app called Yard Sale Treasure Map. It's very convenient. It uh, pulls all of the Craigslist ads under garage sales and puts it onto a map near you and it'll show you what's uh, going to be at the sale, like the title the person having the sale puts, all the descriptions of all the items they may have, and it kind of just tells you what's going to be at each sale. And it's all on a map so you can see like where the closest ones are to you, where the farthest ones are, so you can make a good route to the sales you want to hit. Because it, you only really have a certain window of time before all the good stuff's gone and before the sales end. So you want to try and get to as many sales as quick as possible and only make sure you're going to the really good ones. So this kind of just pulls them all into one spot and it makes it really easy to filter all the good and bad sales. So once you've downloaded the app, there's going to be little red marks on the map. So what I'll do, I'll usually go on, on Thursday night, I'll usually take a quick look. I'll scroll down to Saturday uh, on the the app and see what sales are around me. Then I'll go kind of go through all of them. I'll kind of do a brief little thing. Basically what I'll do once you click on one of the red things in the app, you can click this little color button to give it a pin of what color you want. There's a whole bunch of different colors. And you can, what I've kind of done is assigned certain colors to certain items. So for example, if I do a blue pin, that means there's books at the sale in the description, so blue is books. And then if there's green, uh, I usually just say that as like, I want to go to the sale, but there's not specific books or anything. It's just like regular items. And then if I do orange, it's kind of like this sales okay. Check back to it if there's not a lot of sales or if there's another sale really close by. Then check out this sale, but it's not like a great sale. Then I also use the color teal for uh, community garage sales. And then yellow I'll do for video games if they have any video games at the sales. And then I'll do, there's a button called hidden. So that will just hide the sale in general if it's completely like not a good sale, anything that I'm looking for, or just... Another thing is like people also often put prices in their things and you can see that the prices are super high. So why would you want to go to that sale anyways? So, and if it's just like all furniture, I'll just like hide it. So if it's any sale I don't like, I'll just hide them. And that's typically what I'll do on Thursday is just hide all the bad sales. And then Friday, when more sales start popping up, I'll kind of go throughout the day and do all of my color coding for what the items are, whether there's books there, video games there, just a good sale in general. I'll kind of color code everything. And then Friday night, right before I go to bed, I'll actually plot out. So also on the app, you can click the little star button on the bottom left, and you can assign a number to each sale. So the first one you press a star on will be the first sale you want to go to. The second sale would be the second one, third, and so on. So you can kind of plot out I want to go to this sale first and then I want to go to this sale and then this sale so you can have a route. So when it comes Saturday morning, you already know, oh, okay, I'm going to this one first, this one second, this one third, and so on. So that's kind of just a whole breakdown of how I'll do it. I'll filter through all the bad ones on Thursday, uh, plot out all the good ones, whether there's books, games, or uh, video games uh, at the others. um, I'll do that on Friday. Then Friday night, I'll plot out the points. And then Saturday, I'll just follow my uh, map. So that's kind of how I do it. Another tip I'll have with the art sale treasure map, sometimes the uh, person who's running the sale will put a weird address into the app. And if you click the directions button on the app it's itself, um, sometimes that will come up as a wrong address and it'll take you to a completely different spot. So what I'll usually do to avoid that is just copy and paste the address into the maps app on your phone and then just go that way. Cause when I was first using it, I was having a lot of troubles where the address would be some, some street name and then it would just be taking me to another completely different street name on the opposite side of the city. And I was just like, what's going on here? This is not the right sale. Cause there's obviously no sale at that house. So it was just weird. So that's just a quick little tip I have for the art sale treasure map. So hopefully that's able to help. That's where I find all my sales as well. Uh, I know a couple people have been asking me that, so I kind of wanted to address it if it was able to help other people. As for this weekend, uh, I wanted to start off on a community sale close by. It actually ended up not really being a community sale, even though that's how it was advertised. Uh, But it was more of just like a couple neighbors uh, doing it like in a row. So those are always nice. I feel like that's more of like when the neighbors are like, oh, let's do some garage sales. And then uh, just a couple of uh, people do it and they don't really tell everyone else in the neighborhood. Uh, Other times there'll be like a whole flyers that the neighborhood hands out, and then the whole neighborhood will participate. But this one was just a couple people lined up uh, doing some garage sales. This was actually one of the best stops I would say I got. Um, At the first sale, I got there. I always try and get to them like 15 minutes early for any community sales, just to scout out the neighborhood and to see who's out early, who's not out, kind of thing. So I did that again today or this weekend. Uh, and was very luckily I did this cause the first item I found was this overwatch game. Uh, I got it for three bucks. I it's selling for around 17 to 18, which is awesome. And then I also found this brand new drone that I picked up for, I think it was five bucks or something like that. And that those are selling for around thirty five, thirty 30 to 35 bucks. So that was another good sale. But then as that went on, since I did get there so early, he hadn't finished setting up yet. So I kind of just went back to my car and then, Waited a little bit and then I saw he put out some more stuff. So I saw that put out books. So I uh, kind of rushed over there, scanned all the books, got a couple solid books. I got one book that was ranked like 400 out of all the books, which is a very, very good uh, sales rank that'll sell almost instantly once it checks in with Amazon. So I'm excited about that. But then they also put out a calculator. It was the TI uh, 89 Platinum Calculator or t- oh, titanium Calculator. And it's, I got that for a buck with the books as well. So it was, it was two, two dollars total for a couple books and the calculator. Uh, after I already went back to my car and kind of looked. And that, uh, had the manual as well. And those are selling for around 42 to 45 bucks. So that was a great find. That was the first start to the sale. Then the second, second sale I wanted to head to had video games out. But the thing was, it didn't start till eight o'clock. Uh, and I was at the first sale at seven. And it was pretty, still pretty close by. So I went to another sale uh, in the meantime, which turned out to be a little bit of a bummer. But at that sale, I was able to get in a couple more books. And then I'm coming to the other one. And I was there still about 25 minutes early, which I thought was plenty of time. But uh, I get there and there's a guy holding the games I was looking for. So I got a little bummed out with that. But he also had other games set out still that the other guy didn't take that weren't really worth anything. But had, uh, I was like asking, because another thing I always would recommend is ask questions a lot of times. People don't always set everything else out. So I saw that he had PlayStation games. So I was like, oh, well, would you happen to have the console still by any chance that you're selling or no? And then he's like, oh, yeah, I actually do. I just didn't set it out because I didn't think anyone would want it, which I don't know. I'm glad he didn't because maybe that other guy would have bought it. So he had this PlayStation, uh, with, I think it was about 10 games and he, it was just like in a box. It was really dusty. Uh, so I was like, oh, do you know if it works or anything? He's like, oh, well I haven't played it and I haven't played it in ages, so I'm not too sure. Um, so I was like, oh, well, what would you want for the box? He said 10. I was like, can you do five? Cause I always negotiate. And he said, yeah, I'll take five. So I ended up getting a PlayStation two. It was the fat console. With two controllers and about 10 games for five bucks that was probably one of the best finds uh, of the day uh, but now I know since I'm obviously not in real time was the game the console actually doesn't work so that was a little bit of a bummer the dit di- that just has disk errors the actual mechanism for uh, opening and closing the disk is it was broken so if it was working I would be able to get around 70 for just the console Um, but because it's not working, I can maybe get 40 to 50, which is still really good for just the console. I paid five bucks for everything. There's also a couple games in there that are worth about nine to 10 and then a couple ones that are just worth nothing, two or three bucks. So I'll obviously make my money back because five bucks for that is a great deal, but it's just a little bit of a bummer that the actual console itself doesn't work. So after that sale, I ended up going to another community. I really like community sales because you can hit more sales and one spot instead of just driving to single sales over uh, across the whole entire day. So it was a bunch of consolidated sales at this community. I was able to find uh, the Simpsons DVD lot. Uh, I really have, I've had really good success with selling Simpsons DVD uh, seasons. I've sold the seasons one through four or one through five before, and I was able to get like 45 bucks for those. And then these ones are actually ended up being collectible editions of the Simpsons. So they were uh, going for around fifteen, fourteen, twenty for the one season, and then twenty-three for another season. So, and I paid fifteen for a lot of five seasons, which was a little bit much. She wouldn't negotiate at all, unfortunately, but I was still obviously make my money back on that. So that was something I found there as well. Another thing that I liked as well at that sale was uh this saw this guy we had a whole bunch of cds stacked up and there was one video game mixed in there so i was like oh do you happen to have the console because i always ask or any other games for any other systems um and he actually said oh yeah i actually do have a wii somewhere but i i have to find it and i was like okay uh just let me know i'll be right here uh, if you want to go take a look and try and find it and he wasn't able to find it uh which was a bit of a bummer and i was like oh, okay well let me know if you find it I gave him my number and then he's like, okay, I'll keep looking for it and give you a text if I find it. So usually whenever I give out my number, which is actually quite often, I've never heard back from anyone before. So I was kind of like, okay, whatever. If he finds it, he finds it. Um, but he actually ended up texting me that same day saying, Hey, I found the Wii console. I drive back down and then he (laughs) wanted, he wanted 30 bucks for the Wii console, like alone. There was no controllers or anything. Oh no, there was one controller and then a Wii Fit thing. Wii fit board, and he wanted 30. And I was like, okay, well you're probably better off just selling it to someone else. I can only pay like 10 bucks. Um, I, I, like that's the max I would go on that. And then he's like, I don't really want to just deal with it, just take it for 10. So I ended up getting it for 10. Was just gonna walk away uh, from it. So I ended up getting a Wii console for 10 with one controller and a Wii Fit board. Uh, not the best deal. I usually sell my Wii's for around 36 to 42 bucks. Uh, that's usually what I can get for the Wii's so pretty good still paid 10 which is a little much but I was still happy with it uh, throughout the day I also was finding a whole bunch of books I think I got a total of around 20 books at garage sale stay for about 50 cents apiece another thing that I found was really cool I found these fins uh, for a buck I really like selling fins they, they sell pretty well uh, just cuz also that's the right season for them uh, so those are going for around 33 dollars Another thing I found that I thought was pretty cool was this mouse and Garmin dashboard thing. I paid five for both of them. The mouse is selling for around $25 and the Garmin thing is selling for around $15. I also found this old CD player um, that's selling for around $30 and I picked that up for a buck. I also got this um, cassette player that I got for $3 and it's selling for around $28. And then I also got this Apple eyesight thing. I've never even seen this before. Uh, So anything Apple usually sells really well. Uh, I paid eight for that, I think is what it was. Uh, 7 to 8 bucks for that. And that's selling for around 28 bucks. So that's kind of everything I was able to pick up. I got also throughout the day, I found these two DVD slash VHS players. And they're going I paid five each for them. And one's selling for about $140. And one selling for about 56 So, definitely good to find those. I was super excited with that. And that's kind of everything I was able to get. So, that was a good day. I wasn't able to find a ton of video games uh, compared to the last weeks. I've found a bunch. Uh, but this one was a little bit slower of a day. I also got these water filters. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I always like looking for water filters. They usually sell really well. Um, I paid a buck for two of them. They're selling for around $28. I also was able to get these Xbox original controllers. Uh, I paid, I think it was, yeah, paid two bucks for those and they're selling for around 26 to 30 bucks. So that's kind of everything now um, I was able to get. Now I want to kind of get into what sold so far. So another thing I like uh, because obviously you can just say, oh, I found all this stuff and it's selling for this much, but if nothing's selling, It doesn't really matter because, you know, it's not going to sell. So I kind of like to always share and be upfront about what's actually selling. This week, I usually uh, will photograph my items like Saturday afternoon, Saturday night once I get back and then list all day Sunday. Uh, But I wasn't able to get a full day of listing in on Sunday. So I was only able to get about 10 to 12 of the items I found uh, from the weekend Up on eBay so I wasn't able to get everything I still have about uh, about 15 to 20 items to still post so I'm a little bit upset about that but uh, I was still excited because I still was able to sell this uh, Canon printer I got it's like a calculator printer calculator Uh, I paid a buck for that and it sold for 13 and then I also found the glove uh, sold that paid three for that and that sold for 34 so just two out of about fifteen items I've posted have sold so far. It's now Tuesday, so I'm gonna. I always try and give it a little bit of time, but it'll. I believe the items will still sell. Obviously, uh, we'll just have to give it a little bit more time. So that's kind of all that's sold so far. I'll keep you updated on Instagram what else has been selling, um, but just as that as what's sold. I also didn't really focus on a lot of the items I found this weekend. I had some other items I wanted to get listed. Uh, so that's kind of what I focused on. So I tried to list a good amount of the stuff from this weekend to hopefully get some sales before the, I have to record this. Uh, so I, just a couple of things. So what I'm going to do now is I like to do into the of the weeks. There's another little segment I like to do on the podcast as well. This I usually do like a flip of the week, a bolo of the week, and a tip of the week um, is what I'm going to be doing this week. So my flip of the week, I think this is a pretty crazy flip. I bought these Guitar Hero PS3 guitars. They're the wireless guitars with the dongles. And if you ever find dongles, definitely look those up because some of them can go for lots of money. Um, Unfortunately, with these, I wasn't able to get them to work for some reason. I looked up YouTube videos. I couldn't figure it out, but I had two of these uh, PS3 guitars with two dongles and they just weren't working. Like The connection wasn't being made, so I wasn't able to Play the guitar and like have it working. So these these weren't even working guitars, uh, and I was able to sell them each for seventy five bucks. So I paid five for both of them. Was able to sell them for seventy five each. With their being working, they would go for around hundred each. So crazy flips with that. Profit was around forty eight dollars each. I picked these up in a whole lot of stuff. So I kind of just averaged those out to five each. So. I made my money back on a lot with just these items. So definitely be on the lookout for those. Uh, But that was my flip of the week. Uh, Pretty crazy. I sold them pretty quickly as well. I just put in the description and the title. um, Doesn't work. Like cannot connect. Uh, So hopefully I don't get returns on them. Hopefully they read the description. I made it pretty clear in the title that they didn't work. Um, So we'll see. Um, People still buy stuff even if it doesn't work. So just a heads up on that. So for the bolo of the week, I'm gonna go with the DVD slash VHS combos. I picked up a couple this weekend. Um, they, I don't, I like finding them. I think they're really good if you can find them at a the right price. Um, it's a little bit riskier because you don't know if they always work or not. Uh, I always ask, like, oh, do they, does it work? Do you know if it works? Um, but some people just don't know or they'll lie or whatever. So uh, those are they're a little bit riskier in that place just because most electronics. Are te- you have to tend to take that risk a little bit if it works or if it doesn't work, uh, if you're not able to test it on the site. So that's the thing. And then they're also a little bit harder to ship because they're so big and heavy and bulky. Um, so you'll need to get like bubble wrap to ship most of them and just bigger boxes. So that's kind of some of the downsides of them, but they can go for a lots of money if you find the right uh, model and the right uh, brand. So some of the brands to look out for that I've sold in the past is Magnavox. Toshiba, Panasonic, Sony, Philips, and Sano. Those brands I've seen sell for up upwards of 300 bucks. Uh, also, if you have the remotes with them, you tend to get a little bit more. Also, if you have any manuals, sometimes uh, people like to look out for that as well. So you can sell them on eBay and Amazon. They both sell really well on both of them. Uh, just make sure they work. If they don't work, make sure you put it in the title in the description. Uh, people will still buy them even if they don't work. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for DVD and VHS combos. Uh, those tend to bring in a lot of money. Uh, usually shipping would be around, uh, 20 to 25 ish. You can probably get a little bit cheaper, um, depending on the length and every, everything and the, how heavy they actually are. But just factor that in usually around, I think they're about 20 to 25 whenever I ship mine. So add that cost into it. Um, but just definitely be on the lookout for those and if you're wanting to look them up when you find them. Uh, so let's say the model number is like four, six, eight, two or something. That's probably not going to be a model number, but that's just what I thought. So what you would do, you would just turn it around to the back. It'll say model four, six, three, two. And then it'll obviously say the brand on the front or wherever. So what you do is you just type in like Sony four, six, three, two on eBay and then just filter to the sold listings and just kind of get a feel for what it's selling. So, Model numbers will usually be on the back. It'll usually say model and then colon and then whatever the model number is. Or it'll just say like, usually a lot of times it starts with letters. So it'll be like, uh, whatever the letters are, DVX slash 322, whatever it is. Uh, So look out for anything that looks like that is usually what the model number is. Uh, So definitely do that. Just brand, model number, searching on eBay, and that's how you can look them up. And my tip of the week is going to be, I've been getting a lot of questions on uh, where to get shipping supplies and boxes and everything. So I don't pay for any of my boxes. I get them all for free, either from USPS, uh, you can go to dumpsters outside of big retail stores, or uh, another thing that works out that people have been doing is going to Target and Walmart uh, as they're about to close, like later in the day, uh, as they're restocking stuff that have just boxes um, that they're just about to throw away. And you'd be like, oh hey, can I have some of those boxes? And then most of the time they'll give them to you. I haven't had any experience where they haven't, so just be like, hey, are you like, can I take those boxes? So I usually just find mine from dumpsters. I go to TJ Maxx the local one near me, and they throw out the, the all their boxes. So for anyone new listening, I think I might have said this before, but it's really important. People want to know where to get boxes. Um, I get them all for free. Just check. So just start driving around one day. Um, and just check certain days. Cause I know the one at, near me does it on Wednesdays. So Wednesday night or Wednesday during the day, I'll, I'll know usually there's boxes out behind TJ Maxx. So if I am needed some boxes, I'll go down. So just start driving around to your, uh, local stores. Uh, usually in the back, if they have like a back alleyway, um, that's where mine is. They'll, they just have their dumpster and they just keep them off to the side of the dumpster. Um, I've never had any issues taking them. I actually talked to the lady, that was throwing them out one day and I said, I asked, do you usually do it on Wednesdays? And she's like, yeah, we usually get our shipments in on Wednesdays. So we'll have a bunch of boxes here. So they're usually really nice with it because they're just, it's just trash to them. So I've never had any issues with someone saying like, don't take these boxes. Um, But don't obviously like if there's any locks or anything, break into anyone's thing. I, I wouldn't definitely not recommend that. But if they're just like laying on the side of the dumpster in the back of the building, it's pretty much free grabs at that point. I think as well. So definitely look around, but go to different days. Like if you don't find any, like on a Wednesday or something, check on a Friday, maybe they get their shipments and later in the week or a Monday, just start driving around uh, to all the local stores. I've had success with TJ Maxx, Five Below, uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, Those are the three that I usually hit up. They're in the same center, luckily. So I'm lucky enough to find that one pretty close to me. Um, It's usually where I get my boxes. And then I also, the ones I, boxes I use from USPS the most is the um, USPS shoe boxes uh, are really helpful for me. I definitely like those ones. Those are my go-to boxes on USPS, Uh, as well as, I think there's another uh, like small flat rate or medium flat rate that people use a lot for um, Poshmark sales. Uh, So those are the two that people use a lot the most. I like the shoe boxes I mainly just use those because I sell a good amount of shoes and they fit perfectly in there. Um, So definitely look out for those. That's going to wrap up this week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed. This was able to help you. Um, Let me know if you have any questions as always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at flipping it underscore stay tuned for next week's episodes. I got new episodes every single Tuesday. So let me know what you'd like to hear. If you have any suggestions also, let me know uh, if you want me to like go on any other people's podcasts or have some people on here that you like. Um, message them, message me if you'd like to get something going because I really want to start doing more collabs with people, uh, but I don't really know who to, who to go with. and uh, So I, wa- I would like to hear from you guys. If you could, please uh, message me. I'd love to talk to you. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you're having a great day. Hopefully your sales are up and all things are good. And keep on flipping.